0: To the gab. this is gab. Ooh, yeah. They shoulda never gave you platform! What's good with y'all out there? Another episode of The Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, aka The Black Seinfeld, aka Magic. Hey man, I got the best audience out there, so uh, I know what y'all should be doing, right? Well, uh, get to it. Do the damn thing. Hold on. My bad. I do f- out there. I thought I had my sounds on. And I didn't have my sounds on. I didn't have my sounds on. You feel me? Y'all should. Still, y'all should be clapping, god damn it. You feel me? Get your clap on. Yeah. You feel me? If they watching, at least they learning. You feel me? Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all, from the ugly to the beautiful to the in-betweeners. Amen for my tubers out there, bro. YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers do, I'm going to do the same thing. Like a sub, sub a comment, share a comment, Gickety. sub a comment. Y'all know what to do. Most of y'all are smart out there. Hey, there potters out there, though. I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. Across all those platforms, all you gotta do is either type in the gap or Kamal Johnson ENT. Bam, and I pop right up. Hey man, I like to thank my goddamn sponsor, the First Place Losers. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check out the Fire Eyes garments made out of 100% African cotton. If it look good on me, it's gonna look good on your in between ass. And uh, let's hop right into it. And uh, today. I just got to talk about what been been on my mind, what I've been seeing a lot. And also, shout out to Dewan B. He had a broadcast about, about this, but I'm going to give my own spin to it. Um, and I do feel like this. I don't know what the hell is going on, but I feel like this in my heart. Uh, us as black people, we can hit from all sides. And... I know it's kind of always been like that, but it feels like it's exacerbated. And yeah, I know some of y'all are like, exacerbated? What the f-? What, did you speak in English, nigga? Are you even saying words? Exacerbated means it is inflamed. It is out of control. It is getting ridiculous. Yes. And uh the sources I get this from hell, my life, social media, damn everything. And I know you're asking I know you're asking like, what do you mean by like hidden from all sides? It's hidden from media, how we're depicted, from relationships, how the depiction of like I mean black love is like either it doesn't get promoted are only time when it comes to relationships that we get we get promoted is is when we're uh being detrimental towards each other um it's even asking in my life like I, I i remember i just went to an event and I was at an event and this uh black woman like i went over to talk to you know this uh this group of ladies and shit i i was going over there to ask like oh where are they from and are they having a good time at the event and one of her first questions she asked me, black shit, was, oh, why, why do you, like, why is all the black men that seem coupled up, why they're not with black women in a party? First thing I'm, in my head was more of like, why the f*** you asking me that? Am I not a black man? Am I f- invisible? I'm coming over to talk to you, engage in conversation, and you ask me that. So it made me, one, feel like, I wasn't even a black person. You feel me? Two, it's like, why the fuck you asking me? She came here. She came to the event with a white chick. Ask the f- corporate. Ask her ass and what black men is freaking saying to her. You feel me? That's just one aspect of seeing. Like when it comes to, like relationships, how we getting hit, then we getting hit in the media. What I mean by this is, I don't know if y'all heard. Y'all probably don't heard already. This person named American Cholo. He has a platform on 106, one of them Giggity. radio stations in LA. Who gives a f <laughs> you feel me? But um the thing is, he made he didn't make them, but Tiger ended up apologizing nationally about his video and his his uh imitation of a Mexican guy. Which he was confused because he was playing a so-called character that they're saying that he's degrading Mexican people. and In his head, it was like, well, I'm a black man. I'm playing myself, really. And I'm just kind of, and it's like, I'm trying to, I thought I was embracing y'all. I was trying to give y'all kudos and shit. That ain't the problem. I get that. If you giving bullshit imagery and shit like that, any race of people would be like, nah, fuck that. Problem is this American Cholo motherfucker, right? Now clips are getting brought up where, one, this nigga saying mad racial stuff towards black people, calling Tyreek Nashi, shout out to you, bro, you don't know me, but I've been watching, I've been listening to your stuff, I and mean, I've we'll been watching your shit on Twitter, you're doing great work, bro. But, this nigga wants to talk about calling him a ghetto coon. What? You feel me? Like, nigga, what the fuck is a ghetto coon, bro? Like, Nigga, what? Oh, my God, bro. And it. Then this is mo- the more... The, the, see, this is the horse shit that we really mad about. And this was not brought up where when American Cholo and his other co-host, Bozo, came on to No Jumper. And they were mad at Adam 22. Because Adam 22 was basically saying, yo, y'all spewing racist shit, bro. And, like, it, we ain't really appreciating, it, appreciating that shit over here. But... The thing about it and this didn't get brought up. And this is the main thing we mad about as black people. You know, we mad about the whole saying shit and word, but those is words. that. What we mad about is you're you on your fing platform going up there saying that Native Americans and Mexicans deserve reparations before black people. First of all, dumb if you know history, Native Americans done got they reparations, but they need more. But they done got land, even though them white honky motherfuckers gave them the shitty land. They still got land, which they build casinos on, which they're getting their goddamn reparations from. Okay? So shut the f*** about that bullshit. Second of all, when it comes to Mexicans, you look it. I love my Mexican people, but, you know, as with all types of group we have, dumb or- f***. And this dumb f*** said Mexican people deserve reparations. First of all, as medicine people, y'all came over to America willingly. Y'all weren't f-ing slaughtered out your f-ing land in America, nor were you taken from your homeland and put into America. Native Americans, they got their land taken from, they were hoodwinked, they were tricked, and they got slaughtered. Black people were taken from Africa, And brought over here to work as slaves. Mexican people, that ain't happening to y'all. Y'all came over here willingly. So reparations ain't in a (laughs) question for y'all. And the reason why we pissed about this shit, because we just want y'all to, like, it's not all y'all. But it be some of y'all. You feel me? And I can't even say Spanish people, because this is specifically coming from Mexicans. Y'all spewing this (laughs) Bullshit about us having reparations, talking about and talk about protesting and stuff like that, and like protesting us getting reparations. Just shut the fuck up. Leave us the fuck alone when it comes to that shit. Hell, y'all want to be a part of us and love our culture and all that shit, and this is a thing that we really fighting for and really need. Why y'all in the way, bro? Why? Just get the f out the way. Either help or get the f out the way. Help Mexican people, bro. These white folks don't like y'all either. Oh my god, bro. Like, the white folks power don't give f about y'all. They just think of, of y'all as niggas that could cook beans well. What? That's how they feel. And if you shut the up let's get if we get our money. Y'all might get y'all some money too. Like, y'all know why y'all might get some money. If we get ours, y'all might get yours. Even though I don't know how, why would y'all get reparations, but y'all might get some. The Asian Americans getting it. You know why? Because they have a stronghold in the political goddamn system. And at this point, they really don't need white folks for help. Because they financially good. While they also was financially good, they got help. Only from the government, my nigga. They got their own little source of, you know what I mean? You see it? Biden gave him some dough. Nigga, this is our chance. Even if we don't get it, it might be our (laughs) kids or grandkids' chance. And we can't have you motherfuckers stepping in, being divisive, and now we (laughs) fighting amongst y'all. So, I mean, getting hit from all sides. Message! Media. Finances. You know they. I talked about on my other show, you feel me? Warren Buffett Mortgage Company. Races. Not giving us home loans. Or we get home loans. Interest rates through the roof. God damn. Every aspect. Relationship. Cynthia G, watch some shit. Yo, shut the fuck up, man. Cynthia G, shut your stupid ass up. Talk about black men should be eradicated. What? Oh my God. I'm tired of this type of promotion when it comes to motherfucking. Oh my God. This shit get promoted so much, bro. Black women, we don't look here. The black men that don't like y'all, fuck them. Fuck them. I don't fuck them either. I'm a black man, I love y'all. It's hella black men out here that love black women. And it's hella black relationships that's doing well. I don't get promoted. But this horse shit get promoted. And one of the people that promote this bullshit is Cynthia G. I'm tired of that shit. And you little dweebs, and I'm talking to you men too, you black men, you little dweebs in the manosphere that say this horse shit about black women. Y'all could go jump off a bridge, and I'll be faceplant to the goddamn water, and break all your goddamn orbital bones in your eye, niggas. Yeah, I'm talking to to everybody. I'm holding everybody accountable, bruh. I'm tired of us black people getting hit from all sides and all aspects, and this shit is getting on my goddamn nerves. Even in our goddamn culture, niggas, fucking niggas each over. And shit. Goddamn. The music industry. Giving other people bad contracts. Not working with each other. Y'all shitting on each other in public. All these rappers getting killed. Man bro. I could go on for days when it comes to this shit bro. For days bro. How we getting here on all sides bro. They don't really it don't really get talked about it that much, you feel me? Like I said, I stated earlier. Shout out to DeWan B. You feel me? He had a broadcast earlier, he came at it with his spin on it. Y'all go check out the brother channel, Dewan B., D-W-A-N-N, Space B. Tariq Nashi. I mean, these brothers don't know me personally, but I've been, you know, watching their content and they talking, they're talking about this, how we getting hit from all sides. Even from the goddamn immigrant black. People that come here, bro, we get hit by them motherfuckers too. They talk shit about us. Talking shit, we oh you're crying about reparations. Just do it on your own. What the fuck you think we've been doing for years, nigga? You think we just sitting on our fucking ass? No, that's just what the media depict of us as black black people, black people that's from here. Our FBA foundational black americans And don't get me wrong i just learned that term motherfucking last year as soon as i learned i started learning more and more i'm starting to understand i'm like okay yeah they depict us as lazy degenerate hypersexual yeah. nigga ain't you know how many motherfucking black people out of man that don't It that ain't us at all as black immigrants y'all talking about nigga Y'all got grants from the government to build these businesses and shit like that. Y'all have handouts at times that we didn't have. And our thing is this, bruh. We want you to get it. Just shut the up when we're trying to get ours. Tired of that shit. Y'all monkey ass mouths and shit. Tired of that. Shut the up. All you groups, y'all getting yours. Shut the up about ours. We're trying to get ours. And I'm coming, I'm coming at it with love, tough love, nigga, ultra tough. What? But no, man. This shit, amping me up, man. Enough about this shit. <laughs> All right, let's get into the the next segment, bro. You know this segment right here. We about to get into the sad segment. In this movie right here, I had to talk about, cause like, yo, this this was a doozy, bro. Actually enjoyed this movie. It was kind of like a mind. <laughs> Last Night in Soho. Oh my goodness. And this is off of... Uh, I guess it premiered on Hulu, but I, I saw it on HBO Max. This was actually a really good movie. And this is a horror drama. And yeah, it really was. You feel me? Um, This is on the stat teacher. I'm going to hit you with the stats. Look at, IMDb gave it a 7.1. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 76%. You feel me? The People gave it an 80%. So, with that being said... I mean, uh, I mean, Rotten Tomato i y'all could have gave it a little bit better, but I mean, it's not too bad of a score. So I'm gonna just say, frick everybody. You feel me? This came out October 22nd, 2021. This is directed by Edgar Wright. You feel me? And I guess he's Edgar Wright's known for more like lighthearted shit or whatever. So like him making this, it was kind of like a, oh my god. Oh. And I could tell by his directing the the color palettes and stuff. There is like bright colors at times, and colors popping out at you and stuff. I feel like his, his shit is more like, you know, uh, uh, maybe comedy, kind of quirky type of shit, but essentially, oh yeah, and then the actors they had in here too, they did, they think they was really good actors. I didn't know none of them, but the way they acted was really good. They had, uh, you know, Anya Taylor-Joy, she was, uh, Sandy, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we had to, uh, Tomiason McKenzie She was Elise Or Ellie Like they would call her Oh and there's a lot of British There's British actors and stuff so it took place in Britain and London and shit So they had Matt Smith His name was Jack This nigga looked like a serial killer <laughs> Then they had uh, Diana Riggs She was Miss Collins You know they had other uh characters Oh one more character that should be known as Uh Hold on. The older nigga. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh yeah. Terrence Stamp. He was older, Lindsay. You know, these are the main, main characters that y'all need to know and shit. And essentially, the plot of this movie was uh this chick. She was she was in just intrigued by the 60s and stuff like that. She had a centric vibe about her and she just loved the 60s. She space up blast from the past essentially and she got accepted into this fashion school she's a fashion designer you feel me but essentially you find out that her mom ended up committing suicide and her her dad uh actually died too i think died when she was young or some shit like that like you know uh and she just wanted to be, she just wanted to be loved, bro. She was freaking like an outcast, outsider and shit. So she went to this uh new school, but her grandmother was trying to tell like, yo, just be careful. It's dangerous out there. I'm just worried about you. And you know, Ellie was like, man, grandma, I, nigga, I'm good. I'll take care of myself. Stop worrying about me. I'm good. So then she went to London. She from the countryside. She's like, you know. She's a country girl going into the big city. That's the main thing. But she going to the big city, and the first thing that happened to her, oh, my God, some creepy cab driver, like, talk about, yeah, girl, you got some good legs. Ooh, 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 ooh. Or how how they creepy in London. Oh, excuse me, young lady. I like to see those thighs. Am I, am I British accent right John Oliver, let me know. <laughs> Shout out to John Oliver, I love his show. Last last week with John Oliver, uh, but yeah, like creepy. And then she she was smart though. She got out that cab because that cab driver thing going to take her to get sex traffic at that moment. So then she did that. She get to the she get to her dorm, new school, and she meet her roommate. Her roommate. Basically was, like, tricking her because, like, she was acting all open and, like, she was cool with her and stuff like that. And uh, the roommate is played by, um, I think, uh, Margaret Nolan? Yeah, it is. Margaret Nolan. Her name is La Barmaid. She sounds like she got a villain name. <laughs> well, yeah. She was being cool, and they like she was opening up t- to her and stuff, and then saying like, "Yeah, you know my mom, you know died too, and this and that, and like you know Ellie." At first, thought was like, "Okay, everything cool. I got a cool roommate and stuff like that." Nope, roommate, total bitch. Once they got around the crowd, start talking shit about her, and it was like you start peeping. It's like, "Oh, she jealous. She know she got something." She jealous of her. and All the little girls around her were you know, they followers of of her, so they start talking shit too, but the cold part was like she really wanted friends and wanted to be cool and shit and then like they talk shit about behind her back. And throughout this movie, that was a common theme was people talking shit behind Elise. I'm going to keep on her Ellie. Ellie back. And it, it, you could tell if her head up, bro. It made her like all sad and start really thinking, like, cause she has a, she has like a problem. Like she see things, she sees her mother. You feel me? And she's like seeing ghosts and shit like that. So she already feel outcasted. She don't have no f- friends. And then the friends that like she thought she was gonna have, the first people she meet with, dogging her, except for the black dude. You feel me? And that's what I like about this movie, bro. They finally. Reverse the roles. It's a black savior, not a white savior. Hallelujah. Thank you. Yeah. She meet the black the black kid and shit. You know, that's her love love interest and stuff like that. And he just trying to help her out, bro. Mm. Damn. But he get killed, though. Damn. Horror movies. They stay killing black people fast. <laughs> Damn. They kill a... We black and or I think it was the only black dude in the movie, and he still got killed. Anyway, I digress. Also, <laughs> oh, what kind of college they going to? Like, nigga, orientation didn't even happen. They turning the <laughs> fuck up. They partied, went out, hit the city, got all drunk. And I was like, what college is this? But essentially. Ellie heard this shit talking. She was like, "You know what? I gotta leave. I gotta get out of here for my mental." So then she saw this uh bulletin board about a place to rent, and she went and talked to the to the lady, which is uh which is played by um who's it played by? Hold on, cause they got her as Miss. Okay, so. Miss Collins, who's played by Diana Rigg, like I stated earlier, but you find out down the line, this is actually Sandy. That's the doozy. But, called and was like, I need a place to stay. And then, Miss Collins was, essentially, she was like, okay, this is an old spot. Look at no boys past eight. You feel me? And at first, you wonder, like, but then you understand why down the line, she has that rule. And she was just like, yo, be cool pay your rent i need two months worth the rent two months worth the deposit which i'm like oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but ellie got it though i mean like she start she she happy as hell and essentially she's like play this this music and she falls asleep and she has these lucid ass dreams and it's true because like i play i play music when i sleep and essentially, it helps me out with my PTSD and shit. And I've been playing music since I was a little kid. It just help. It helps me. It helps you fall asleep. But not only that, the music get in your dreams, and you start really thinking like about the time frame of the, of the music at times. And that's what happened with Ellie. And this is when like uh, Sandy character comes into play. And it feels like Ellie's spirit. It's within Sandy, and it's like they're interconnected, and like you know Sandy, and then you start seeing about Sandy' life because it's actually a real person, like I mentioned earlier. Spoiler alert: that actually Miss Collins is Sandy. So you start having, she start dreaming, she started feeling good and stuff like that, and um Sandy is an inspired singer. She comes to this spot where it's known for, for big headliners and stuff. So she come in there and she meets this is where she meets Jack. And Jack is a supervillain. He's playing he's a smooth cat, buttered her up, see that she wanted to have the glisten glamour, so he did all that, you know, shit and made her fall in love and all this horse shit and got her like a little gig at this other spot. And this is like when when that happened, this one, like Ellie woke up and she started noticing uh she's like she she had a hickey on her neck. And what's happening is it's like what's happening kinda in the dreams is starting to happen to her. Which is turning her mad though, because then it started turn, it became like a good dream. You're going to sleep couple of good dreams to a motherfucking nightmare. I'm surprised Freddie didn't show up. That's what this nigga uh Jack looked like. This nigga look like Freddy Cougar. Makes sense. Terrifying people in their dreams. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, snaps. I put two and two together. Bam. You probably, y'all probably think y'all in the dream the way it cut to the... But you know, I put that together. Yeah. <laughs> so, then... Ellie started like, you know, she's still having trouble in school and stuff like that, but she's starting to find a footing for herself. She's starting to find a home and her grandma keep calling her and stuff like that. You know, you know grannies do? Um, actually, I don't. My grandma didn't really hit me too much when I was in college. God rest they soul. <laughs> they love me, though. Uh, But yeah. And then she started wanting to dream more and then start becoming a nightmare. Like, Jack became more, like, controlling. And the way he basically was trying to control it was like, look, man, you, 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 my, you, my woman. And then you find out, it's like, yo, this shit, it, Jack is a freaking pimp. These women that work under him, this, all that singing and headline, that's just false. That's false advertising. He honing these girls out. And that's what he did with Sandy. Hold her out. Started out with one dude, and Jack was like, yeah, man, you need to, this is what we got to do in the business. You want us to succeed, right, baby? You know, I love you. I cares for you. One man turned to three. Three turned to six. Six turned to 12. 12 turned to 24. See what I'm doing there? Math. Get used to it. Because I do that shit. Love math. I put math in everything I do. <laughs> but yeah, just like, yeah, and then just like, hold, hold her out, bruh. You feel me? And so then, wake, she wake, Ellie wakes up again and starts realizing like, oh, this shit's a nightmare, bruh. And then she starts seeing the images of the nightmare shit that Sandy is seeing and like, the horror and the abuse that she's taking and shit like that. And she's seeing these men, and it's like, they all saying the same ass shit. And the whole thing was like, oh, what's your name? That's a lovely name. That's a lovely name. That's a lovely name. And then it started coming like, Ellie starts seeing these faceless men. And that's how Sandy's seeing them like, these motherfuckers are faceless. They're all the same. They're all creeps. And Jack is king creep. But he getting buku bucks from this destroy another young woman's dream in life. But then in like in Ellie where she, she started bumping into this dude and uh played by Terrence Stamp and this is older Lindsay and older Lindsay essentially like Ellie at first think that that Jack is older Lindsay and is the killer and stuff and went to the police to talk about it and like the shit that she's seen in her dreams, like buildings and stuff like that, she's starting to see it in real life. And like one of the spots was like the realtor or whatever. And that's where essentially the whorehouse is at. But They also have talent entertainment. Is now It's still a bar though, but it's not a whorehouse. So, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, then come to find out, Lindsay actually is a detective and was the one following the case and trying to stop this shit. And once, like, Ellie finds this out through Lindsay, Lindsay gets smacked by a goddamn car. Get his ass hit. You feel me? It's like, damn. Cause, and Ellie don't find this out through, like, she gets another dream, and then she's, like, you know, San- go back to Sandy. Because, like, essentially, through the dream, Ellie only sees herself through reflections through the mirror. But then Sandy stopped looking at herself in the mirror. She started feeling ugly. She does she start not feeling like herself. She stopped looking at herself in the mirror. Stop feeling confident. And that shit shows that. It shows that in the in the movie, man. You feel me? Until one day, a, uh, the detective, the younger detective, played by Sam Claflin, I how to say this nigga name <laughs> comes in and like hits her with a different, you know, Sandy hit her with like but, you know, this detective was like, what's your name? And then he was like, my name is Baba. And then the was like, what's your real name? And then it was like, oh, shit, something different. Hmm. And then find out this nigga detective is trying to crack the case. And then Ellie was like, yo, look at me. Look at me. I'm trying to help you. And then essentially broke through the mirror, grabbed her, and then that's how I started trying to get it started. A breakthrough start happening. But then, like, Ellie was like, yo, I don't want to sleep. And this way, she, uh, she kind of went on like this Halloween date with uh, the black actor. He's played by Michael Ajah. And he got his name is John in the movie. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they went to some Halloween party thing. Got wasted. Came back to uh, Ellie's spot or whatever. And then, you know. They start trying to have a little relations. Because essentially, like, Sandy is starting to get into Ellie's spirit and vice versa. And it's driving her mad because, like, you know, she's creating this uh, this dress and shit and creating sketches of Ellie and stuff. But she's seeing images and she's seeing these, you know, dead people and she's seeing these ghosts. And then she's losing her mind because her dreams are turning into nightmares. And that's what kind of happened when her and John started to have relations. She starts seeing these, And she's like, no! Get the fuck away! Die! Ah! And John was like, bro, I'm just trying to help you. Ah! Uh, and then, like, uh, that's when Miss Collins came up and was like, nah, get out of here. Almost killed the boy and shit like that. And then that's when you start finding out the backstory. And then she starts telling Ellie, like, because Ellie start telling her about the dreams, and then Miss Collins started opening up about, about herself, and you find out Miss Collins is actually Sandy. Oh so God. Ellie been dreaming about this woman's life and what been going on with her. And then you start understanding the whole man thing. She is haunted by the past of a thousand dicks. Jesus Christ. Man. Crazy. Man. And, like, at one point, like, Ellie, like, she she's seeing these images going crazy, and, like, she was about to stab, she was about to stab a La Bar- Barment character in the freaking face. Actually, no. Wrong character. Uh, her nemesis in life is played by, Son of all calls in and her name is Joe Costa. I knew it was wrong. The Barman character is the one of the chicks in her dream. So, my bad, y'all. Play us Gig. up. That's what we do. <laughs> but yeah. Then in her dream, she see that Jack, Jack is stabbing uh Sandy. But then Miss Collins clears him and was like, no, Jack didn't stab me. I killed Jack in this room in this bed. And that's why she having them dreams. It's all connected. She's like, she's like the one, what's those things called when, it's not like Miss Cleo, but it's like a, 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 what is this, a messenger or a, what? God is going to come to me right when I think of it. A median. She's a median. Ellie is like a median. She feels these things and people in their spirits and all that shit. And so then when she found that out, you feel me? Like. And Miss Collins start going crazy. The boy come, John come back. She, you know what I mean? And Ellie's still in dream state, but it's in reality. And John gets stabbed up and freaking murdered him. He was, he was the only character that got murdered ain't black. How y'all do this, bro? Y'all make him a black savior and get stabbed up, bruh? Only one get killed in the real life? Well, I guess Jack got killed too. But yeah, um, at the end, the case gets solved, and I think uh, they take uh, what you call it, like Ellie fall off uh, Miss Collins, and I think uh, they killed. Did she kill Miss Collins? I I felt they left that in the air. Like I don't think she killed her, but I think she did. And you just see her get take off in a fucking ambulance and shit you feel know I me mean? oh i've been saying this nigga been get, got killed he john didn't get killed they show at the end that they happy and defend, the design school and stuff she get her designs and, my bad that's my fault that's you know i'm so used to black people getting killed in horror films that i just i jump the gun Happily ever after, and this kind That's that's the end. <laughs> hey, man, this hey, the movie was tight though, bro. The effects was tight, the color palette was tight. I like how they tied in the lucid dreams and how it could relate to real life. And you're actually connected with people in real life, but probably their past life, and you feel like that shit was tight, man storyline was tight. And after I got past their weird-ass British accents because it takes me a while to get past that shit. But once I got past that, this was a really great movie. And hey, claps for y'all. You feel me? Making a great movie. Oh my god. This was Last Night in Soho. I've seen it on HBO Max. Yeah. But I mean, this was in I think this was in theaters. Quite honestly, who knows? I don't the hell know. <sighs> Last night in Soho, black man didn't get killed in a horror film. <laughs> All right, y'all know what time it is? Ooh, snaps! We about to get into meantime. meantime. You know, I got some juicy memes for y'all. All right, man. So y'all know Alex Jones going through some some stuff. You feel me? I just wanted to get an Alex Jones meme, and this is actually really f- funny. And it says, guys. Women are so emotional. Guys at 2 a.m. losing on a video game. You know Alec Jonesy wildin' out? And this has got him in a picture. Ah! Yeah, that would be us. We very emotional creatures too. We have feelings and emotions. Ah! (laughs) That's how Alec Jonesy is now with that Sandy Hook shit. Boy, they financially about to ruin this motherfucker. (laughs) Alright, so I talked about Last Night in Soho, and like like I said, bro, in the movie, bro, in the first couple minutes, it's like it's very happy, cheery, and shit like that. And so you got the you know, the ugly sketch dude, ugly as hell, and the meme, and he all happy. You know, sometimes they put the Jordan meme across him, crying at the bottom. Well, at the bottom, they got the, look like he dead, no soul, sketch ass motherfucker. You know if you know! And at the top of it reads, me starting last night in Soho, thinking it's another goofy Edgar Wright movie. Told you he does goofy ass movies. That's why I had that goofy like feel to it and goofy color palette and stuff. And then at the bottom it says, "Me forty-five minutes in." Yeah, I felt dead inside. I had no soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro! This movie had me like. What the? I was intrigued, but also sad, and like, oh, 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 (laughs) oh. All right. I got another meme, and I just thought this meme was funny. It has Shrek, and he's just chilling in the mud pool. You know, he was in the pool. And it says, on the top, when you realize even the end of the world is made In China. Jesus (laughs) Christ! Hey, China, please don't cancel me, bruh. I want to go over there one day. Don't have me on the blacklist because I have a meme. Uh... (laughs) Oh. Deal! Made in China, huh? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! All right, man. Get this out of here, man. Hey, man. I hope y'all appreciate the show like I appreciate y'all. I got the best audience out there, even if y'all ugly as hell, or if y'all beautiful snobs, or if y'all most like how most people is, in-betweeners. Give yourself a damn hand clap. If they watching, at least they learning. Let's get it. Another episode of The Gap. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic. You feel me? Uh, i like to thank my damn sponsor, First Place Losers. Link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire garments, made out of 100% Indian cotton. And if it look good on me, it's gonna look good on your in-between ass. Look, man, for my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video of the channel booming. But, just like the rest of the tubers, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a share. Share a comment. Comment a sub. Hell, sub a comment. Sub a share. Y'all know what to do out there. Most y'all smart. You feel me? For my potters, though, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in the gap. Or oh, Kamar Johnson ent bam and I pop right up. Oohers, yeah. Mm. On that note, y'all have a good day, evening, whenever y'all consuming this content. Have a good one of it. You feel me? I'm about to be out. Peace out, y'all. Yeah, man. Tottos get hit on all sides. How are people gonna say that we don't deserve reparations? American Cholo, oh, shut the. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> this was good. This was good!